Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're a, a couple, couple of characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we talking about today, Alex? Today we will be doing some ridiculous stories that we have in honor of April Fool's Day. Yeah, so we haven't shared any of these stories on air yet, and I'm excited to tell them. Yeah. But first, it's time for Random Encounter. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, etc. Alex, do you have a character you'd like to talk about today? Yeah, I want to bring Jade from My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. So Jade is the main character. This book is kind of about, like, uh, this girl, Jade, who's obsessed with slasher movies. And then she, like, basically... It's unclear during the book if a slasher movie is actually taking place or if it's just in her mind, but, like, mm-hmm. she thinks that a slasher movie has come to her town and it was, like, taking place. So it was a it was a really good story. And Jade is, like, super into slasher movies, which I enjoy. Um, she's dealing with a lot of issues at her home. So, like, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. What character did you bring? All right, so this past weekend, we saw the outfit, and it was absolutely amazing. Like, we just can't get over how great this movie is, right? So good. Yeah. So the character I... Recommend it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Go see this instead of Batman. If you're going to go see Batman, go see the outfit instead. If your choice is between those two movies, like, you could only see those, we recommend that one. It's also over an hour shorter. What? Okay. But anyways, back to the character. I brought Leonard Burling but he's mostly called English throughout the movie. He's an English master tailor who accidentally gets involved with the mafia, and he's just minding his own business, trying to make these beautiful suits. Like, one of these gangsters gets shot and brought into his shop, and the guy's bleeding everywhere, and the tailor's trying not to have a panic attack that his fine fabrics are getting ruined by all the blood. Mm -hmm. And it was just so enjoyable to watch this prim and proper Englishman dealing with these Chicago gangsters. Yeah, it was a really good movie. All right, so now that the encounter is over, let's tell some stories. Where'd you want to start? We each have brought some. Let's start with you. What's your first story? Okay, so I have two stories, and both of mine have a theme. It's me playing a male dwarf, and he's just looking for a a life partner. Okay. Like, he's just looking for love. So the first one was when I was playing Oral, who we talked about way back in episode three. And he's the one who hated magic users, and he was always he was always on the search for love like he he was lonely he wanted someone to spend his life with yeah well one time he went to a brothel and met a dwarf was her name star that sounds right yeah he met a dwarf woman and he enjoyed spending time with her so he gave her a gem that he'd found on one of his adventures and she immediately accepted it as a wedding proposal i thought she was a tailor or something was she a tailor? I think she was a tailor. And, like, someone had broken into her tailor shop, and then you guys found her to, like, help her. I don't remember. Anyway. He did yeah. go to a brothel another time. Okay, so whatever. But her name was Star. And then, yes, she immediately accepted this as her proposal. Yeah. Which was not what he was offering. Which, yeah, it definitely was not what he intended. Like, maybe it would have led to that, but he was just like, hey, I like you. Here's a gift to show you that... I like you. Yeah, which means I will marry you. Yeah. Because it was a diamond ring. It wasn't a diamond ring. I think it was just like a diamond. It was a diamond that could have been made into a ring. Definitely. <laughs> but 
but because he was so incredibly socially awkward and had literally lived in a cave for over 200 years and was bad at relating to other people, he fled the city without talking to her ever again. Yeah, that worked out great. Yeah. Definitely didn't piss off anyone who might have been important at all, right? Fun fact, because I was the DM. And if you guys had gone to the Dwarf City, then she would, like, would have been there. And it turns out she was actually the king's daughter. Yep. yep. Yeah. It would have been fun. But good we times, never made good it times. there. Yeah. But this story I enjoy even more. And this is when I was playing my Dwarf Cleric Oh, Broderick. you're going twice in a row, huh? Oh, we don't have to. I thought we were going to swap it up. We can swap. We can swap. Okay. That's just a tease yeah. for her, your next story. Yeah. All right. My story, that the first one I'm going to tell was just kind of a funny, ridiculous one. Mm-hmm. And it happened in, recently in the game I'm playing, Gideon, who is from episode five, our net spurt. Yes. Our nothing but net episode. So he likes to throw nets. Anyway, our party went to the abyss. We're pretty high level. We're, I think we're 14. Yeah. So we went to the abyss and we got close to the demigorgon one of the princes of the abyss and when you do that you get temporary madness effects okay and some of the party got, got some um but the main one that matters is one of our rogues got um i think someone's like going to betray me mm-hmm. basically so he was just like very sketchy of everyone we make it through the abyss we we're all good we're back on the material plane mm-hmm and we go to this bar, and we're, like, celebrating because we made it through the abyss and didn't die. So Yeah, that is something to celebrate. <laughs> okay, so we were basically in, like, it was kind of um, the DM goes to Penn State, and the city that we were in was kind of based off State College, the city that Penn State is in. Mm-hmm. So it was a college town. So at the bar, there's a lot of, like, frat boys, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were fantasy frat boys. <laughs> Fantasy frat boys. Uh, <laughs> and even worse than their real world counterparts. <laughs> and one of these fantasy frat boys we're talking to, and our rogue is like, oh, all right, this is the guy. He looks like he's from the country that I'm from. He's going to betray me. Like, this is the guy. This is it. And this so that moment. guy was off, like, doing his thing. And our rogue just, like, is creepily watching him all night. Mm-hmm. And then that guy leaves with some friends, and they, he follows them out and, like, watches them, like, get some food trucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that, like, he thinks is creepy, like, goes off into an alley by himself. Like, he hears them say to his friends, like, oh, just give me a minute. And then he, like, goes in the alley. Our rogue friend follows him and, like, um, pushes him up against the wall. And this frat boy, mm-hmm. had fancy frat boy had gone into the alley because, like, he felt sick. And so immediately he pukes all over the road. <laughs> so, yep. That, and then the rug like, freaked out. was like, okay, maybe he's just a frat boy. <laughs> Hilarious. But, yeah. And then the rug like, ran back to the party full of puke. And we're like, what happened? And he's like, ah, don't. Like, well, he's he was then convinced that the frat boy was elaborately trying to poison him through something that he vomited. So, mm, yeah. But, you know, just some fun things that happen when you get madness from the abyss. Yeah, just just some regular old abyss shenanigans. All right. So what was your second thing? What's Broderick up to? All right. So he met a dwarf woman at this fancy party we were at to get some information on a noble, I think. Was it like... 
a party member's ex or something? Was it like the chick that Leah, or not the chick, the dude that Leah had been like? Forced I think that's why we were betrothed there. to. Yeah, I didn't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure that's that sounds what it was. Right. Yeah, but anyways, he met Guidia. That was the dwarf. And they hit it off and danced, and afterwards they started writing letters, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe did some sending calls. Letters to Guardia, that's my favorite movie. Yeah. Nicholas Sparks movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wrote her name down on my character sheet and then straight up forgot she existed for six to eight in-game months. Oh, yeah. In, like, the real world, it was, like, a year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just, I forgot about her IRL, so she didn't exist. Then one day I saw the note about her on my character sheet, and then we were going to go back to that major city, and I was like, yeah, I'll visit her. And Broderick brought her some pretty jewelry, and they went on a very romantic picnic, and I rolled to see how the date was going, and I got like a natural 20 or something I think it was stupid. a nat 20. Yeah, it was stupid like that. And the DM was like, yeah, it's going so well. Um, is the jewelry you gave like a proposal? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, screw it. <laughs> So that is how my character got engaged after being a terrible boyfriend. And then he kept talking about later in the campaign, like, oh, I just got to survive so I can go to my wedding. Yes, I I did do that. I was, I did like would send her and be like, hey, I'm safe. Everything's good. And I, I definitely like was going around like kind of planning the wedding and like being like, hey, you plan whatever you want. I'll get us some clothes. And I did like I commissioned some fancy clothing for us and was just like, yeah, I got to make it through. And we had a wizard tower. So I was like, look, this is the suite of rooms that we're going to have. and we'll, we'll be married. To your credit, you didn't forget about her a second time. Yes. After it could have happened. It could have happened, but it didn't. So I forgot about her for a year, but I remembered her for a year. So I think it evens out. <laughs> nice. All right. What's what's your next story? Okay. So my, this is my last story. Okay. I also only had two. But I think that this one kind of encapsulates maybe what a lot of people experience when playing D&D. So I thought it would be a fun one. Mm-hmm. In the same-ish group that I'm playing Gideon with, my previous campaign I was playing a... Uh, divination wizard mm-hmm. but that doesn't really matter the point of the story is that there was a country that was like using a lot of slavery and we didn't like that so we wanted to stop it Yeah. and one thing that we knew was that they were shipping enslaved people over the seas on boats and stuff and we had recently acquired an airship mm-hmm. that was like as a gift like airship but it was pretty small it only held like 10 people And so we use that to kind of, like, scour the oceans up from above and, like, try to find these um, slavers. Mm -hmm. And we tracked one down, and we set up this beautiful ambush. Like, we drilled holes in the bottom of our airship so it could go underwater. And then you could, like, lift it back up, and the water would drain out. Okay. Because we didn't need the actual ship to be, like, seaworthy. It's an airship. Yeah. Then we, like, we get on board the ship all sneaky-like. We killed, like, all the slavers. Mm-hmm. And then we started freeing, like, the enslaved people from below decks. And we're like, okay, now we have a boat full of, like, 100 to 200 previously enslaved people. Yep. 
and we have no way to get them anywhere. Like, what do we do now? It was like, just a the the process. Like, we don't actually know how to like sail a boat. We don't know how to sail a boat. We don't know where to take these people that have been branded that they were like enslaved. You know, we yeah. don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. <laughs> I think, luckily, at least one of us had probably knew some sailing, and then we like talked to the um, the freed people. And some of them knew how to sail. So we got yeah. the boat and our we had known of an island that like a dr- dragon warmling lived on that we'd met earlier in the campaign. Mm-hmm. And so we went to that island and we're like, hey, is it cool if we like store some people here and like, you know, but it turned out to be a pretty good idea. Like we asked people if they wanted to go home or what they wanted. You know, we were not like putting them like, oh, we took you from being enslaved to now you're stranded on an island. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, then we started doing this more often. And, like, we built, like, a new, basically, civilization of these people on this island that wanted to stay. Yeah. And it was just, like, a f- it was it turned out okay, but it was just the moment of, like, okay, we freed 100 to 200 people on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Our boat holds 10 people. Yep. <laughs> There's six of us. What now? What? Like yep. we could take four four at a time. <laughs> yep. Twenty five trips. <laughs> at least. Round trips. At least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was just the moment of like, okay, we did it. I Wait, think that's what? an important note for saviorism in general. That a lot of people just think like, I'm doing this great thing, and don't think about the consequences of what they're doing. And is what they're doing? Are they actually doing what's best? For the person? Do they actually do everything they needed to do? Yeah. I mean, it worked out in the end, and we did end up ending slavery in that country, so that was great. That is great. I'm glad it worked out. But, yeah, it was just the the moment right after we had the ship and all the people on it, it was like, this is just like, because none of us thought about it. Yeah, (laughs) I just don't know how well this plan was thought out. It was not. The yeah. plan to take over the ship was beautiful, though. Like I said, we yeah. you know we crept under the water on our airship. We yeah. snuck up on you knew, the, in the you night. Knew what to do. You know, that was all great. All right, we have one more little mini story though that I just want you to tell. Oh okay. My, what is it? The the April story. Oh okay. Uh, this will be a really quick one, but it's just so funny. So we did talk about April a little bit on our which episode. I don't know what number that is. I don't remember. Which, please? Yeah, like 36 or something. I think 36. Okay. But anyway, April, as we said, she was kind of quirky, like straddling the line between bubbly, nice, and goth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so she started learning. She learned the spell Anyway Dead, so then she started like raising corpses to follow us as warriors for a battle. And when we went in this town... She, like, usually would just kind of leave them outside of town because, you know, people don't want zombies and skeletons walking through their cities. Yeah, it makes, it's unsettling. So then, also this is why she always asked anyone, when you die, do you want to become a zombie or skeleton? That was her, the question that she went to. That was just a mini, mini one because I really enjoyed asking people that. Yeah. Um, But then, anyway, we left these... Um, like this group of like four or five zombies or skeletons I don't remember what they were outside of a town mm-hmm. and as we go back the next day 
we see them like fighting like some town guards, like two or three town guards. Because that's the thing that because, happens. It yeah, says, it says that they will defend themselves if not given any instructions. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, we'd like, gone to investigate something like on the outskirts of town, yeah. or whatever. Anyway, so then as we see this on the horizon, she runs. She's my little witch gnome starts running back to the group and just yells, "Accept your fate." <laughs> To the group, and the guards don't know like that she can command this, the undead. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, "Wait, is she talking to us? Like, what?" Yeah. And, and then, then, and then all the the undead did stop, and I think the guards killed them all, and I yep. was sad. But yeah, it was a that was a fun fun. Time. Yeah, just just a fun little little story. Okay, well that was a lot of fun, but we need to make a character, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's what we're all about. No plans, though. Just a just, straight, random Just a random completely roll. random one? Yeah. Okay. Roll it for me, baby. All right. We have a non-binary. Okay. Artificer. Okay. And a halfling body. They do have um, winged from the variant tiefling that's in the Sword Coast Adventures Guide. So they are a winged halfling. Okay. They have a swim speed from their trident heritage. Hold on. What? A swim speed. Oh, swim speed. From trident. From trident. Okay. Oh, they also have hellish resistance from being a tiefling, which makes sense. Yeah. And they have a cantrip from their high elf heritage. And their stats, are you ready? Just about. All right. Fifteen. 17, okay. 10, mm-hmm. 18, mm-hmm. 7, 12. That was really good. I love it. Okay, so. The 7's a little harsh, but we did get max. Yeah, so 18, 18 for int, right? Because we're an artificer. Yeah. We got plus 2 that one. Yeah, sure. We'll just start with 20 at NBD. Yeah, NBD. Um. What what do we want for this person? What else do we want? <laughs> I'm not even sure. Let's maybe talk a little bit first. Okay. I think we should leave the seven as minus two though, because I think so too. Pretty good at a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with we that. We can make well. the seventeen and eighteen. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking, but yeah. I just didn't know where we were gonna put it. My what guess does is the quick start for artificers say. Does it say con or dex? Let's see. Because usually in the quick start, it tells you, like, you should probably make this your highest ability score followed by this. Followed by constitution or dexterity. Well, I nailed it. So. Um, let's just go dex. This dex. time they'll be super dexterous. Dexterous. I said that really weird. Yes, you did, but it's okay. Dexterous. Dexterous. That's my... Can his name be Dexerus? Dexerus? Well, Dexerous. their name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Dex. Their name. Dexerus. Yeah. It's Dexerus without the T. Right? That's I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Does it have the O or, or is it just. I think it's just a U.S. at the end. Okay. Maybe I.U.S. or whatever. Dexerus. Well, that'd be Dexterius or Dexerius with an I. Yeah, it's not that. There's no I. So, Dexerous. we'll just do. We'll just Dex- do. 
D-E-X-E-R-U-S. Yeah. Dexerous. Beautiful. All right. Um, and man, so, they can fly. Yeah, they can fly. We'll have to look up what I can look up exactly what it says. One sec. You have bat-like wings spreading from your back. Mm-hmm. It gives you a flying speed of 30 feet. All right. So they can fly, swim, and walk. Yep. Oh, well, you are not wearing heavy armor. So they don't want to be wearing heavy pretty armor. pretty standard, though. Yeah. And this replaces the infernal legacy trait, but we're not actually a tiefling, so that's fine. Yep. Or even have an infernal legacy trait. So. They're resistant to fire damage. That's what the hellish resistance does. Okay. Their other tiefling trait. Are we going to do level three so that they can have a subclass? Yeah. Okay. So what do we know about Dexerus? Nothing, really. We know nothing. wicked smart, dude. You're wicked smart. Okay, they're real smart. Okay, that just made me think of Goodwill Hunting, but I... (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) I don't think that he's Goodwill Hunting, but maybe he is. I don't know. Or, sorry, they... I forgot that they are non-binary. Okay, so maybe they are... Just goodwill hunting. Maybe they are a mathematician turned adventurer. Okay. Well, it could be a mathematician or because they're an artificer, maybe they were an engineering student. Okay. You know, because it's kind of like the closest thing, probably. Yeah, or like physics. Yeah, I meant to like an IRL. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying physics and engineering both translate, I think, to artificer. Yeah. So, because those two things they know how stuff works, okay. So, yeah, they went to like college, but I feel like they were bored in school, so they didn't actually stay in school and they just had more fun making their own stuff. So, maybe they get expelled because they aren't like turning anything in or whatever, and they're like, That sounds like a thing smart people would do, right? Like, yeah, they're <laughs> not me, they're capable of doing the stuff, they just don't have an interest in doing it. Like they yeah. like they just spend all their time like tinkering around and stuff, and they're getting in trouble for like unauthorized lab usage time and resources, and then not like whatever. You don't maybe have to go to class, but if you don't turn in anything, like they literally can't pass you. Right, but they just kept going to like the school because like, hey, all this free equipment I can use for my own projects, and like the the like lab people are like. Is that for class? And they're like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course it is, but it's not. It's yeah. like their own pet project. Well, I think they think that that, yeah, that is like, that is class. Like that is, I'm learning. It's class. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's for class. I'm learning. All right. Okay. So they were a scholar. Is that what we're giving them is like their background? I don't know. I think we have to write a little story first. Okay. So what happens after they get expelled? Well, that's that's the start of the story. They get kicked out of the school. They don't have any of their equipment anymore. Well, they have some because they're... Okay, well, maybe they're also mad that they got kicked out. I mean, they probably would be mad that they like losing resources, whatever. So I feel like they steal some stuff. Right. So, like, the starting equipment, just assume that that they they stole that from uh, the university. And maybe they also... 
stole like they were working on something like really big okay and they took that and but like that was the kind of the reason that the university kept them or the school kept them so long is because they liked whatever they were working on and they wanted like their name associated with it okay can we come up with an acronym for physics that is the college's name okay and i think college of study can be the cs at the end okay all right and maybe the eyes invention Okay, so let's see. <laughs> invention, inv- sorry, not in invention, invention, not invention, invention, creation, what? and creation yeah. studies. Is that what you're doing? And creation s- school of what? I spell physics. P H Y S I C S. Yeah. Is that what you want it to be? Invention and creation. Well, it could be, but then it's not college anymore. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I think it's college. Okay. At the end there. Because you don't really have another name for college or university. And I think PH maybe, or HY. Yeah. Is maybe like some random name, you know. (laughs) Well, the PHY could be like Thelonious or whatever, like. Oh, okay, okay. Hang on, though. I do have an idea. It could okay. Be, it could be School of of Invention and Creativity Studies. Mm. Or inv- Invention and Creation Studies. School, School of, of yeah. Invention and Creation, creation. Studies. Okay, so fi- Phi at the beginning there. That's someone's name, do you think? Yeah. Is it someone the initials PHY? It can be, or it can okay. just be an abbreviation of like what they call this person. Okay. Professor Hector. All right. Euronius. Okay. <laughs> Professor Hector Euronius's School of Invention and Creation Studies. studies. What a mouthful. And that's how we call it physics. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. It's great. Okay, that's where Dexterous was. Dexterous was a student at physics, and they were on, like, they were coming up with some big invention. Yeah, maybe Dexterous, and, like, And, like, thought... I feel like the professors and stuff wanted him out, but, like... Them. You're right. You them. did it, too. I did it, too. <laughs> wanted them out, but, like... The board of directors, like, whoever, like, funds the school and, like, stuff like that, they're like, we could get so much more money invested into the school if... Right, like, think of all the, um, what's it called when, like, the business owns your ideas that you make there? That's what's going on at physics. Well, they're yeah, they would... To, like, steal well, Dexterous's IPs. Yeah, intellectual property. Yeah. yeah. So, it isn't that they're, like, trying to steal it. It's just that they're, like, we get royalties or whatever for like whatever you come up with while you're at the school you're affiliated with us okay and dexter's i don't i don't think that they care about money no i think they're like yeah whatever yeah but then eventually it got to a point where this the professors were like look this this person is not actually doing any classwork they're just in the lab tinkering yeah, and they're, like, using up school resources and aren't maybe doing all they, the other stuff. Maybe they, like, exploded a lab or okay. something. They, like, blew Because, like, at this point, the board would be like, yeah, that's fine. Just yeah. keep passing them. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. But I do feel like they they blow up a like a lab or something. Okay, so and it's that, the final straw. Yeah, basically, actually gets them expelled. Yes. Okay. Did anyone get hurt in this explosion, or dare I say it, die? Um, I feel like it could have been after hours, and it was just them. Okay. Yeah, it was like 3 a.m. Yeah, and they, what, oh, Dimension Door is too high of a spell. It's like a fifth level spell, isn't it? It's four. Four. Well, a third level caster can't do that. Like a misty, misty step. Misty step. Well, I don't think that artificers get level two spells yet. Oh, he or they could now absorb elements, though, so they could catch some of the explosion. Okay. To protect themselves. I like that. All right. They absorbed some elements. Okay. What kind of artificer do we think that, that Dexterous is, is? That's the question. I don't think they're an alchemist because they're... They, I no. think they're making machines, whether it's... I really, I don't think they're really an armorer either. I don't either. think they're an armorer either. So I think it's either the battlesmith or it's the... Artillerist? Artillerist. Now, if they happen to be the artillerist, it would make sense that they blew something up. Yeah. You know, one thing that would be interesting for if they were an artillerist is they're coming up with, like... They don't even necessarily think of an application in, like war or military whatever but the other people this board of directors they are thinking of that and they're like we could sell this to the military and make so much money maybe Dexterous got wind of that and they actually blew up on purpose they blew the lab up but they made it look like an accident so that like the board didn't come after them Mm. and they blew up some of like a lot of like what they had done a lot of their research on like you know a jet that has missiles in it. Yeah. That's how smart they are. Yeah. Yeah, so they invented jets, but then they destroyed it so that people couldn't have jets yet. Yeah. Because the world's not ready for it. But they did take their little cannon or whatever it is. Yeah, their little baby cannon. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Is it called cannon? Arcane firearm? Nope, that's fifth level feature. I think Eldritch cannon. Eldritch cannon, yeah. So, okay, they have that, and, yeah, they, I guess now, but why do they want to adventure? Because why don't they just want to keep doing research? Um, okay, so they hear about this thing, and maybe they want to go talk to someone. They want to find somebody to talk to, to be like, hey... This stuff is too dangerous for, like, a military app, whatever. And they're going to okay. try to convince, but they aren't going to... I think their wisdom is probably not super high because, like, it took them a while to figure out, like, oh, they're using me to make military-grade weapons. Okay, is that a 10 or a 7? I think it's 10. Okay. I don't think it's 7. Maybe their people skills are a 7. All right. I'm not sure. What do you think? That's fine. I'm fine with that. All right, their people skills are a 7. That kind of makes sense. For yeah. All right. 12 strength, 15 con. Sure. That sounds good. And then they also could have planned for how to make themselves, like, not get injured during the explosion, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They, like, put a timer on it. Yeah. They're smart. Mm-hmm. But made it look like they, they would have to get hurt a little bit. Sure. But they yeah. could they could do some smaller controlled things. Like, they're, they're smart enough to figure that out. Yeah. But... I'm not worried about that. Maybe, though... 
it would be kind of nice if there was like the plot hook of maybe the DM could rule that uh, the board does find out or something like that. I think know? the board does find out. Yeah. Because I think they pro okay, so think about it this way. Like something happens, they're going to have to put out like an inquiry, an investigation would have to get open. Yeah. So somebody who is also very smart is going to be looking at this. We're going to get a Hercule Poirot. Yeah. And they're also like, how come there was no backups of the record? And the school's like, oh, there were. And then they check and they're missing because Dexter's thieves told them. Because I think artificers get thieves tools. So yeah. they were able to pick a lock and yeah. get, take all the backups because they're like, yeah, we don't want them to have this info. Right. But they're, maybe they. So maybe they're kind of adventuring, not necessarily for the sake of adventure. I think they're just trying to, to get. like, lay low. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what they would never expect me to do? Go adventure. What the, yeah, so they just, like, they literally walk people. into, like, some tavern, some pub, whatever. Yeah. And they just look for, like, a group, whatever. They're like. Hey, you looking for someone who can help out? Yeah. Because <laughs> they know some useful spells. I'm sure, like, yeah. Absorb Elements is kind of a self-interested spell, but maybe they know a couple other ones. Like, they probably know Heat Metal. Uh, well, that's level two. They probably will know Heat Metal, but, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Maybe they know, like, Fairy Fire or something, you know. Yeah. Something that can be helpful to the group, I'm sure. Yeah. But they also have a literal firearm, so. And, yeah. Or an Eldritch Cannon. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're also, like, they've learned about this, like, conspiracy or whatever that, like, part of the school, like, is a front for this kind of stuff, like, these sketchy people. Okay. Like, the school is a school, but also there's a vested interest in other things. Yeah. And they want to... They want to put the learning back in learning. Yeah. Put the Eldritch Cannon back in learning. Yeah. So they want to take it down. And yep. also lie low. So they're yeah. like, get some people to help me, get some skills. Right. And because they're like socially awkward with their seven charisma, mm -hmm. I think it's very compelling that the people at the school are like, oh yeah, Dexterous never talks to anyone. Like, yeah. they are a loner through yeah. and through. So if right. they go join a group, it's not like them, but they are smart They're enough They're smart enough to know, to know that... Like, I should be in a group instead of just by myself. Yeah. Also, I'm a winged halfling. That's pretty, um, you know, stands out a little bit. It might stand out a little bit. Not on Not as of, much though. in our world yeah. because we have such varied people. But. Right. Okay, I think this is also, great. Also, winged halfling sounds like just so cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Next character I should play be, should be a winged halfling. Yes. You always want to do a halfling, don't you? I love halflings. They're pretty great. Me and my cousin are always halflings, mm -hmm. if we can be. All right, we want to give a little summary of Dexter's? Well, we didn't actually choose oh, well, a background. Oh, well, we can. I mean, it's April Fool's Day, and we fooled them. Maybe we didn't really make a character at all. Well, maybe. Because, like, they could technically be, like, a hermit. Yeah, that makes sense. Or there is, um... The Cloistered Scholar? No, no, no. There's one from Guilds of Ravnica that's, like, is it engineer? Ooh, yes. Let me look. 
That one's probably a good choice. You get Arcana and Investigation, a type of artisan's tools. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of artisans. And then um, they get a thing that lets them... So their feature is urban infrastructure. The popular conception of the Is It League is based on mad inventions, dangerous experiments, and explosive blasts. Yeah, that sounds right. Most Much of that perception is accurate, but the League is also involved with mundane tasks of construction and architecture. So... They also know things about, like, the structure of buildings. Yeah, the feature's fine. It's yeah. nothing to write home about, but... They were an engineering student. Yeah. They learned think... how to do engineering things. Yeah, I think this makes sense at physics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, perfect. Also, what an arrogant dude that Hector Euronymous must have been, that he's like, well... I, I had to put professor in the acronym for my school that I made. <laughs> it's important. Well, I mean, otherwise it'd be Isaacs. That's nothing. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah. That's nothing, Hector. Yeah, that's nothing. It's nothing. Okay. Summary. I guess did, we usually do pick skills, though. Do, we do, do usually pick, pick skills? skills. Okay, sure. Let's we can go to skills. skills. We got Arcana and Investigation, you see? Yep. Okay. And our choices are History, Medicine, Nature, Perception, Sleight of Hand of the ones that we didn't already have. I like Sleight of Hand because yeah. we talked about them picking a lock. Mm-hmm. And then maybe History? I don't think they would care about Nature as much. Or Perception? I mean, if they're super smart, I think thinking history okay is all just because they're so smart okay that's fine we did it like they are a pretty big bookworm but like if they got their head in a book they're not noticing things around them that's fair okay so summary okay so we've got oh, i almost said hector <laughs> hector the uh person that makes a school all right yep. we got mm -hmm. hector all right all okay. right, so dexterous. Dexterous. They're non-binary, halfling body, and their ancestral features are winged from the alternate tiefling from Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. Yep. Got a swim speed from Triton, hellish resistance, also from the tiefling. That's from the player's handbook? Yep. And a high elf cantrip. Oh, we didn't pick that. <gasps> Maybe mending? Yeah, sure. So, well, high off, it's a wizard cantrip, so. Yeah. Let's pick, we'll pick one that's not on the artificial okay. list, because mending's on the artificial list. After but I we'll, said mending, I was like, We'll oh. put it on the character sheet. Yes. We won't worry about it this second. But don't artificers just get from the wizard spell list? No, they have it their own. Because they're kind of a mix of, like, healing and wizard stuff. Okay. It's a pretty unique spell list. It's like, kind of like our which one, but less options and less druidy. Okay. It's kind of like the bard spell list, I would say, more than it's like the wizard spell list almost. Okay. Sure. All right. And then stats. Want to do those? Go for it. I don't remember the order. Strength, 12. Dex, 18. Con, 15. Int, 20. Wisdom, 10. And Charisma, 7. Nice. Yes, and they are a level three artificer, and they're an artillerist. Cock locked and loaded. Yes, and they're on the lamb from 
some greedy uh, money grubbing physics board yep. of directors. Yes, one hundred percent. Is Hector Euronymous on the board, or are they dead? Um. How old is physics? <laughs> How old is physics? The other, th- yeah. The other thing you have to think about is like the lifespan of these fantasy characters. Oh, that's true. I think that he's alive, but he's not on the board anymore. I agree. Like he's that, oh, that could be a great character for like uh, Dexterous to go meet with, and then mm-hmm. Hector could be like, wait, they're doing what? Yeah. That would be a fun interaction. So I think he's not on the board. He's yeah. not aware of what's going on. He's retired. He's very old. Yeah. But still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, like, maybe he was an adventurer himself or something. He yeah, did stuff. He had a career. And then his, like, first, like, kind of retirement was, like, I'm going to make a school to share my knowledge and all this stuff. Five years ago, I made a school called Physics. It, the name it stands for something, but people were something just they in the beginning have time. Yeah, something in the beginning is my name, and then it ends with school or something. I don't know. Who knows these things? It's written down somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. As he's looking through like big, huge piles of notes in a messy yeah. office. It's like it's on the outside of the building. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> oh, excellent. Then you know it. You saw yeah. it on the way in. All right. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Oh, and before we dive into our contact information, we wanted to quickly mention that we guessed it on the podcast Bubbling Questions earlier this week. Yeah, they do Would You Rathers and other fun things, and it was a ton of fun to go on there and just play in the space with them, you know? Yeah, we had so much fun. We had an absolute blast hanging out with Dane and Jimmy, and you should check it out. Yeah, and if you really like it, maybe you'll get a little more Dane coming up. Yeah. Who knows? Just maybe. Do, 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 do. Was that Twilight Zone? It was, I think. Nailed it. Yeah. You can find more information about our show at a couple of characterspodcast.com. Have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of characterspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please write and review us on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, five-star reviews will really help out the show. And you can also tell a friend about our show to spread the word. Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast. You can finally support us by going to bookshop.org slash shop slash ACOC Podcast. And any purchase that you make there will help us with a 10% boost. And It's actually 15%. For the no, rest it's April 1st. Nope. This I mean, well, one April day. First. No, this episode comes out on the 31st. Oh, well, then today only, if you're listening to this, the day it comes out. Yeah. And you have not gone to bookshop.org slash shop slash ACC podcast to use our affiliate link, you still can for 15%. And then 10% to a local bookstore of your choice. Yeah. And if you're into actual play podcasts and Pokemon, check out Dungeons & Dragon Types, where I play the Pokemon trainer, Willow. You can find me on Twitter at AlexNWinterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NotADrQuinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling.
I'm Quippy. I'm here to help you. Okay. Hey, I see you're trying to write a letter. Would you like help with that? Yes. Yes, I would. More information or don't see this message. Don't show this message again. <laughs> don't see this message again. Wow. Rude. I always silenced Clippy. <gasps> Did you close the door so the cats wouldn't do that? <laughs> the funny thing is the door is not closed all the way. The cat, if he just pushed instead of scraping at it, he could open it. Hey, Tib, you're dumb. I think it's Kumi. Oh, well, that nope, it was it. Tiberius. He figured it out. He did. Great job. Wow. But yes, cats be dumb. Okay. Gotta lubricate that throat. Mm -hmm. My instrument. It was a gentle, gentle smack. <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we good? I guess. I felt weird about saying that. It's sleepy time, Alex. Getting the weird stuff. Getting silly. The weird stuff late with We're Quinn and there. Alex. Sleeping time is upon us. And Tib's here, too. That's it.